Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. I know, right? No, I only have a bat on the floor. I think he's in the bed. Oh, Baker maybe in trouble. Your death mark tries to clean it up for real. Oh, look at the quest. Look at the moves. Baker, what was that? Baker with a huge what? play. The QSS. I can't believe that. He that. actually won that duel. I can't As believe that happened. They're getting a third mountain drake. They already got the first baron. That was huge for them to actually get a bigger gold lead. Saving the break round, he got two ready. Bang is hiding, he's coming! Bang looking to come in, here comes your initiation, the right time! Oh my god! Baker Shockwave will find them all! And SKT, with a hell of a response, will take down four! Hello and welcome to another episode, slightly delayed, of course, of League to the Max, or, you know, whatever. I am your host, as always, Brian Andesian Espinoza, and joined with me, as always, is the Dr. Manhattan of the W2M Network, Mr. Eric Squid Sports Head Watkins. Good evening, sir. Good evening. It was a long day on the ranch. Herding them cats out on the prairie. You know how it goes. Oh, yeah. I definitely had some cat herding going on uh, myself uh, these past couple of days here, which uh, unfortunately was part of the reason why uh, we ended up having to uh, reschedule yesterday's show. Which, I mean, all things considered, wasn't a bad thing. Here I am late at night, and it's like, ooh, there are some good highlights. Oh, what the shit? Wait a minute, that just happened? Okay, then. Yeah, that indeed just happened. Um, I think it goes without saying, the the breaking news, uh, the top story this week uh, in the League of Legends professional uh, scene uh, is indeed... um, the new generation has officially taken the torch by the, I guess, balls. Can I say that on this show? Oh, wait, it's my own damn show. I say whatever the hell I want. The new generation of teams have taken the fucking torch by the balls here. Um, I'm glad that you had that moment of self-reflection. It's like, wait a minute. Why am I asking him when it's my show? (laughs) I I mean, let's just think about that for a split second, but continue. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so... um, Yeah, no. uh, It's... It, it got interesting uh, real quick. Um, yeah. So. Uh, I'm sorry. That just cracked me up. Congratulations. We made it a whole three ass minutes. 
<laughs> and one of those was the intro. <laughs> Uh, can we go for take two? Can we go for take two? Play the intro again. We're going for take two. I mean, if you're <laughs> legit, I can play it again. It's only a minute long. Fuck it. We'll be back in a moment for take two while I compose myself. You have just paper nightmares. You wake up in a cold sweat. You're like, you make those behind me. I know, right? Even though I only have a bat on the floor, I think he's at the bed. Oh, Baker, maybe in trouble. Your death mark tries to clean it up for real. Oh, look at the quest. Look at the moves. Baker, what was that? Baker with a USA, the QSS. I can't believe the death mark. He actually won that duel. I can't believe that happened. They're getting a third mountain drake. They already got the first baron. That was huge for them to actually get a bigger gold lead. Saving the break round, he got two ready. Bang is hiding, he's coming! Bang looking to come in, here comes your initiation, there is oh, oh my god! Baker Shockwave will find them all! And SKT, with a hell of a response, will take down four! Welcome to take two of League to the Max, or whatever. <laughs> I am your host still, Brian Andesia Espinosa, and joined with me as I struggle to maintain control of this show, just like Richard Dawson in an infamous Fast Money round of September. More on that in a couple of hours. My co-host, your friend and mine, the Dr. Manhattan of this network, Mr. Eric Squid Sports and Watkins. That's okay. I stopped the clock. We're all good. It's all good. Stop, stop the clock. Stop the clock. Name a time of the month being whooping. September. September. Oh. Oh, it's like I'm getting it out of the way early. Uh, okay, so for those of you who are still here and uh, missed part one, uh, yeah, so the big breaking news uh, in League this week is the new generation of orgs in, in the LCS have grabbed the uh, grabbed the torch by the balls, which is exactly what caused me to crack up in the first place. Um, 100 Thieves and Evil Geniuses uh, taking away some honestly pretty dominant wins in the quarterfinals of playoffs this week for the LCS. I, I mean, you got to hand it to them, and especially in the case of 100 Thieves for not just what they did, but how they did it. I mean, especially when you look at game one versus game five in that series, right? You look at game one, and I remember at one point in time, um, it was like 16 and two, I believe it was. Uh, 100 Thieves had two kills. Team Liquid had 16 kills. Um, a 15,000 gold lead. Um 100 Thieves had only managed to get one tower. Like, it was just a one-sided 
like shit show. Like I I can't really put that in any better terms, right? Mm-hmm. Like that was a that was as one sided of a shit show as like anybody who played against Detonation Focus me in twenty twenty one worlds. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but you look at game five, like you turn it around at game five and suddenly at the end of that game, it's, it's even like through most of that game, it's 10 kills to eight in favor, a hundred thieves team liquid only has a two K gold lead. Um, despite the fact that hundred thieves had more towers and more kills, um, it, it was very, very well fought um, going into Silver Scrapes and that reverse sweep. Mm-hmm. And because of the fact that we're talking about Silver Scrapes, I feel it's appropriate. I should I forgot to queue you up for the Silver Scrapes before we went on air. That's my bad. Uh, but we definitely need some Silver Scrapes going on in the background here. If you give me just a moment or two, I got you. Um, oh, I got it. It doesn't take me long to find it. Of course it doesn't. And, and, and no, of course, I, of course I put it in like the absolute wrongest place I could put it. There we go. <laughs> Not only do I not put it in our StreamYard chat, I put it in our <laughs> Discord. And not only do I put it in our Discord, I put it in the channel for a show that we're not even dealing with right now. You had me at the first part. <laughs> it's one of them days. It's one of them days. This is one of them kind of days where when everything is all said and done, you just want to cuddle up in bed with a nice piece of cake and say, fuck today. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Oh, come on, you stupid. Yeah, now of all times, my computer is like, oh, no, I've worked too much today. It's like, all right, you sub bitch, we're going on strike. Uh, and so, like, it's not bad enough that I'm sitting here using you to make money. Not in the, some other. No, no, it's your show. I'm not going to go there. That's for point of viewer. Hey, we can have a whatever segment while we're having technical difficulties. Well, I, I mean, just the going... show is called or whatever. Well, I know we have a lot of league and everything to discuss, but I was just thinking my computer sitting here using it to make money. Not in ways I would like to make money, but it's good money nonetheless. Especially since I've reorganized all my tabs and such. Uh, yeah, I swear. And I don't even know what the hell it's doing. Stupid task manager. If I have to restart my browser, I am going to not be happy. I guess what? You're going to have to restart your browser. All righty. Okay. Know, I'm just saying that. I, I, I may be wrong, but. 
No, with, with all of this, especially since it's taking this long, yeah. So, um, I will be back shortly. Uh, I hope so. All right. Please hold. Take it away. Oh, boy. So, welcome to the impromptu whatever segment of League of Legends. I mean, a League to the Max or whatever. Heavy on the whatever at the moment, as my producer has just had to bow out because his computer has just decided to take a massive crap. Um, we actually have a lot to talk about this week on the show. Uh, so I'm going to get into our topic list uh, while I'm waiting for him to get back. Uh, some of the stuff that we'll be covering this week. Uh, will be we're going to be talking about obviously the big news that happened this week um the the clean sweep by by evil geniuses over cloud nine and the uh three and the three two reverse sweep from hundred thieves over team liquid um clearly two two historically dominating teams two top teams in the org um neither of which are going to the playoffs or going to the finals. Um, TSM, another historically dominant org, knocked out before they even had a chance to get in. Um, it's a very different playoff landscape this year, so we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about that a little bit more in depth uh, once, once Eric gets back. Um, we'll also be confirming, uh, or we'll also be talking about MSI-confirmed teams. Um Again, we we did have some more games this, this past weekend. Uh, as we talked about last week, there are more teams that have qualified for MSI at this point. Um, so we will be talking about, we will be updating that, talking about that. Um, on top of that, we're going to be talking about some patch notes uh, that are coming up, uh, some some notable changes that Riot is making to the game. Um, we have got uh, a follow-up to our conversation about Champions Q last week, uh, since it seems we got ahead of the curve on that one somehow. Um in our in-depth conversation on Champions Q, it seems that others have followed suit. Um, and it has gotten to the point where Riot released a statement about changes they're making to Champions Q. So there will be more on that uh, as we progress through the evening. Um, we have some news on EU Masters uh, that'll be coming up. Uh, we got some uh, interesting... Um, We've got some interesting rostered news uh, for a couple different rosters and organizations, um, including the, I guess you could say, all pro uh, roster for the Asian games in Zhangzhou. I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. You can send your hate mail to s.garmer at gmail.com if I'm not. Um, uh, again, we're... That's, I believe, that's pretty much it. I'm checking my topic list here. Um, yeah, we got a little bit of just a little bit of everything here this week. Um, 
other than that, I think, yeah, no, that's 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 pretty much it. Um, so we got a long show ahead of us. <coughs> Excuse me, that was a not good sound. Um, yay, allergies. Uh, so yeah, that's that's gonna be our show. Um, hopefully. Uh, in a few moments here, uh, we will have everything set up for uh, Eric to come back and, you know, take us away to the uh, the, the next part of the show here. Um, let me take a look at something. Okay, yeah, this is what I'm looking at here. That's got to go down there. And on top of all of this as well, one thing I forgot, uh, we'll be talking about some interesting news that came out of the uh, dev team this week as well um, with the champion roadmap as my producer is finally back. Thank goodness. Um, well, we'll be talking about a new thing that Riot is doing called a champion graphical or sorry champion gameplay update a cgu um or sorry comprehensive gameplay update um over aurelian soul uh, we'll be getting to that a little bit later on in the uh in in the show as well um That's not good, whatever the heck that is. And I think I lost my producer again. Um, so, yeah. Uh, how are you all out there in Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, etc. land? As I'm going to go ahead and do some quick plugs here. Uh, if you are listening to us live, thank you so much. As always, you are listening to Leave the Max or whatever presentation of the W2M Network available online at W2Mnetwork.com. We are available on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter, uh, as well as if you are so inclined to take your podcasts orally, uh, you can do that on Stitcher, Spreaker, Podbean, CastBox, Spotify, rate and review us five stars, please. Apple Pods, Google Pods, pretty much anywhere you, you would think to find a podcast, we're there. God damn it. Stupid updates and fucking up all my mojo and settings. Um, well, it sounds like my producer is finally back for a third time. Do we I need wasn't to go supposed for take three? I wasn't supposed to leave the second time because I unplugged one thing to make everything else run smoother. But my computer was like, oh, no, but we're using the software that you had to update while you were at work and trying to use this. 
Hiya. But if this helps. Hey, we got music. Wonderful. All right. Fuck so my ass long enough. <laughs> Hopefully that's the only technical. We're getting the bugs out of the way now so that they don't show up when we do Family Feud later. Touche. Um, so, as I was saying, and you can definitely lower that a little bit because it's coming through somewhat loud on my end. Um... Like I said, we're um, the the whole MSI thing, right? That it's a new era, honestly. Uh, as I was saying before, kind of while you were out, you've got some dominant teams, right? In Cloud Nine, in Team Liquid, in TSM, these are mm -hmm. teams that you're that you're always used to seeing and having in the finals of uh, of the LCS, right? It's almost always you're going up against one of those three teams in the finals. The old guard, and, if you will. Yeah, that's literally, it's exactly what it is. You have an old guard and, well, we saw what happened with TSM already. They've had their historically worst split performance ever in the history of the organization. Um, Cloud9... After all of their drama and coaching issues, you can't help but sit here and wonder, oh, hey, if LS were here, would we be going to the finals right now? I, I, or, I mean, or would we be going to the semifinals right now? I mean, it's one of those things that you're going to eternally question the way that they started, the way that they were right after LS was dismissed, and the way they just kind of tailed off the rest of the season. And that's exactly what happened. They came out the gate ultra strong with LS in charge. They were, you know, you know, they they were drafting amazingly, which is, you know, and then all of a sudden the drafts fell apart for Cloud Nine, and that's what everybody continues to say is, you know, Max Waldo and everybody else over there at, at the Cloud Nine coaching staff is just struggling to keep up with, you know, the whole drafting situation. You know, it's. Something has got to change over there in Cloud9, and I think part of it is is they need to make amends with LS and see if they can lure him back. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that's going to happen. In fact, I don't think LS is going to go coach for any. I think LS is now like completely turned off from the idea of coaching. Like it, he may not say that publicly, or if he has, I certainly sure as hell missed it because I'm not omnipotent and know everything going on all the time as much as I'd like to try to. Omnipotent. Oh, and, whatever. And technically, for what you're saying, it would be omniscient. That is omnipotent. Omnipotent is all powerful. Omnipresent is when you're everywhere at once. Why do I have a feeling you were so pissed off that I came back? No, I'm about to be all three <laughs> up your ass. <laughs> to, 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 to quote Silky Johnson, I'm going to shove these gators up your ass and show you inside some style. 
Yes, folks, we could bring the Dave Chappelle references for point of view. We're over to light over to League of Legends to the Max or whatever the hell the name of this show is. So that's about the ninth time I've gotten the the name to my own show wrong tonight. <laughs> um omnipotent is the man in charge of the stream. I mean, he's got a point. Look, I handled perfectly fine while you were God with technical issues, buddy. And uh, bring that other comment back on screen, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're not wrong. They were not co-tight Jets bad, but damn, were they close. They were like Mark Sanchez butt fumble bad. And I don't use those. I don't use that that analogy lightly. Um. But I mean, like I said, you know, cloud nine, just, it is amazing for me. The fact that they actually got clean swept in that fashion. Like C nine is not a C nine is not a team that like just gets swept, not domestically, Mm -mm. maybe internationally, but not domestically. No, they can usually hold their own, especially in a best of five series, and not a lot of times win those best of five series. But getting three old like that, it's not quite unprecedented, but it's rare, very rare. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Um, and I know you said you you watched this, the 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 thing here or that match, especially that game five. Uh, I, I want to hear your take on this as I kind of need to step away for just a moment. Well, I mean, honestly, if we really look at it in my take, mainly as a layman, it's more like this. I was not expecting the ending coming, especially how everybody is like, oh, going through the back door, taking that nexus and having a perfect advantage of timing in the cooldowns. When I saw a lot of those early team fights, it was back and forth. And I'm thinking to myself especially really really on that like the real beginning of the game was like first 15 minutes 100 these looked pretty vulnerable it's like they were going for sort of a team fight strategy but team liquid was all on it i mean then you had the points to where all right, 100 Thieves, they decided to move away from the team fights, go a little bit of an isolation. Then they started taking advantage and taking down Whippo. Then you saw, oh shit, more and more of the cooldowns, taking more of the dragons, getting advantages in those turrets. And I'm like, all right, they're making a game of it 20, 25 minutes in. It's not that much of a gold dip. Okay. This could set up to be interesting. I don't know exactly what switch flipped in 100 Thieves the last 5-10 minutes of that match. I mean, I don't know was what they saw, something that they saw in Whippo, Beardson, whatever it was. But you see those last few minutes and it's like, oh shit. Way, way less team, more hyper-isolation, and it's like, all right, this 5v5, we're fucked. If we can make it somehow a numerical, even at points, a disadvantage for us, send out someone saying, okay, break glass in case of emergency. And it wasn't even a point of an emergency. When they got that nexus, you're like, well, 
damn, that just came out of nowhere. And you see the looks on the faces of the team once they pull that off. It's like they went, they needed a miracle. They set themselves up for one and they got one. Yeah, no, that I mean, exactly. You're exactly right. They needed a miracle. They got the miracle and bam, bang, bada, zoom. They're on the way to the semifinals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's still undetermined to see. Um, or sorry, we know Hundred Thieves is going to be playing EG in the semifinals. Don't know who we're who we're gonna what we're gonna see in the finals quite yet. We still have the um, the losers bracket run to go through. Um, if I remember correctly, so. Let me let me check something real quick here because I think the information I'm looking off looking at is off here. I'm sorry. I, I'm actually pulling that up myself. Also, in interesting news, the uh, college championship is going on right now. Um, that started. Um, so, or sorry, that starts this weekend. Yeah. So I once you're ready, I have the info up as far as the remainder of LCS playoffs. Yeah, no, I've got it too. So um, thieves in the evil final. geniuses. Yeah, evil geniuses will play Team Liquid. Um, because Team Liquid gets a loser's bracket second chance thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the winner of that game will play 100 Thieves in the finals. Yep. I knew I had something backwards there. Hmm. But I don't know, man, if evil geniuses could upset the way they did, right? Like if if evil geniuses could just sit there and like completely sweep Cloud Nine, mm-hmm. and Liquid can lose to Hundred Thieves off of a off of a Twisted Fate backdoor from um oh my God why am I blanking on his name from Abadage? I don't know, man. Everything's up for grabs. Everything's up for grabs. You're right. Everything is up for grabs. Like this is for for once in a in a long time. Honestly, this is a playoff bracket. There's a word I'm looking for. Where you don't look at it and say, "Okay, the finals are these two teams, and it's probably going to be X." Right. You can't guarantee all it's being chalk. Like, this is not a situation where I would go on, where I would, you know, hashtag bet on Bavada. Um, yes, yes, I'm getting it. <laughs> yes, hashtag bet on Bavada. 21 means 21. God damn it. Please bet responsibly. Obey all local gambling laws. If you have a problem, seek help. We gotta add the add up. We gotta add that last bit in. I'm sorry. It's just it, we've made mention to it enough times now. It's got to get added onto the spiel. I completely understand. I am in favor of it. Um, 
But I can't sit here and, you know, say hashtag bet on Bavada that Team Liquid is going to win the finals and is going to be the spring split champions. And you can indeed bet on Bavada on League of Legends Esports. They do have some pretty good lines up there. Totally not an ad for Bavada. There's just actual personal, you know, stuff. What if they want to But if they wanted to. Yeah, but if they wanted to have ads on the wonderful W2 Web Network and all of the sports content that we talk about here, they can definitely feel free to reach out to me at the Andesian on Twitter. And, you know, any endorsements I make, I happen to have a Bovada account. I will gladly accept credit. Just saying, save yourself some coin. Yeah. Um, and, again, um, like I said, it's it's entirely up for grabs, right? Like, there's... This is definitely going to be one of the more interesting finals to watch that we've had in some significant amount of time. This is not just a, okay, congratulations. Here's your handshake. Here's your trophy. Here's your banner up on the wall. Go have fun at MSI, right? This is actual like serious competition, which I think is something that the league needs. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with, well, actually, I don't really see that there's a problem. This is actual competition that the league needs. And I think it's going to benefit the team that goes to MSI, regardless of who it is, whether it's liquid, whether it's, it's EG, whether it's hundred thieves, one of those three teams is going and whichever one goes, I think they're they they benefit from this, right? Because they aren't in a region now where they have to take things for granted. They're in a region where the meta is at a point where you can have upsets like this. You have players where you know you're not just the best players. You're on the top three teams. Not saying that these I mean these are the top three teams, but you know what I mean. Hmm. Um, you know, the, the best players in the league are historically on, are on these, you know, historically top three teams. Um, it's, it's a little bit deeper than that now. Right. And I think it's a good thing because we keep talking about how North America has to close the gap, um, as far as international competition goes. And if our domestic competition is, more rigorous that's the word i'm looking for if our if our domestic competition is more rigorous and it's not just one team curb stomping like it is in some other regions or especially in the the minor leagues right mm-hmm. or not minor leagues but wild card regions um i i think that it benefits north america as a whole Um, with that said, uh, I do want to talk about what we know, uh, and just reconfirm what we know as far as who's going to be at MSI. Um, we know that LCS and, uh, LPL are not going to have their 
Uh, winners decided until next week. Uh, the same goes for the VCS with Vietnam and CB Law in Brazil. Uh, but we do know so far, um, Paris Saint-Germain Talon, PSG Talon, will be returning to MSI after their spring split PCS playoffs victory. Paris Saint-Germain Talon. Yeah, you would. Um, Sorry, the, Champions League. It's, yeah. We've, we've had this discussion about League of Legends teams that are owned by or named after soccer team or sorry football teams clubs clubs soccer teams football clubs okay fair enough there you go um but they uh psg talent is uh hoping to uh surprise fans around the world once more um after their horrible performance at msi last year um they got a 3-2 grand final victory over rival CTBC Flying Oyster. Yeah, that's a team name for you. Um, and kind of did a reverse sweep of themselves. Um, uh, running back from the verge of elimination in their own playoff system. So... And I say that they 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 did badly. It's more like the first game of MSI they did badly, and then they ended up ending in third place. So maybe we'll, they'll surprise us once again and be a dominant international team. Who knows? Um, but they are back and confirmed for uh, MSI. So... Um, the other teams that we know that will be at MSI, uh, we talked about them already, but G2 Esports, uh, the LEC representatives, uh, they're locked in. We already talked about, we, we talked extensively about T1 yesterday. Um, sorry, give me, give me one second. That's okay. I'm just here going over the leagues that are not decided, kind of where they are in their playoffs, who's left, what's what, when that's going to go down. Because I was looking around because we have in Brazil Pain Gaming versus Red Cannons in that final that yeah those are better. those are those are two teams that are those are pretty much the two dominant teams in that region uh both have made international appearances so um i'm not surprised that either one that either one um gets on here um give me especially break i'm sorry yeah, Red Cannon having to come from the loser's bracket, losing uh, their first round playoff series to Kaboom, which they were actually beaten by Pain Gaming in the semifinals. So, no surprise there. And the Vietnam, Saigon Buffalo versus Team Secret. 
winner takes on Gam Esports. And where was I here? Yeah, in the LPL, we've got Top Esports versus Victory 5. Winner plays Royal Never Give Up. So that's there where you go. those leagues stand as of right now. Again, Vietnam, you've got Friday, Sunday, Brazil, Saturday. Uh, do, do, do. Let me go back. And you've got... Yeah, we've got Brazil that needs to play or finish on the 23rd, which, if I remember correctly, is Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Brazil is Saturday. Vietnam and Friday, North America Sunday. are Sunday. Mm-hmm. China is also Saturday. The LPL is also Saturday. That's it. There are no, there's nobody that's, that's yeah, Friday. When- Wednesday set well that's the reason why I say Friday Sunday is because with Vietnam you have a semifinals and even in LPL you have that oh, semifinals. Right. Yeah, you're series. talking about their actual I'm talking about when what day we know they're gonna confirm somebody, their finals day. Oh yeah, Sunday, 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 basically. Um but yeah, just to go over again real quick, um in Oceania, uh, the LCO, we got Order, Order Gaming. Um, Japan, we got Detonation Focus Me. Hopefully, they do a lot better than their their run at Worlds, um, oh, you mean, which was oh, very, oh. very disappointing. Oh, you mean they actually win one game? That'd be doing a lot better. I mean, I wasn't going to say it out loud, but I mean, you kind of said what me and probably 90% of the league fan base is thinking. So, yeah. I mean, again, sometimes I'll be that guy to say the quiet part out loud. Um, In Turkey, out of the TCL, we have the Istanbul Wildcats. Uh, In the LLA, we've got uh, Team A's. Um. Again, this week we got uh, PSG Talon out of the PCS, um, which is uh, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Macau, and Southeast Asia. Um, again, T1 out of the LCK, G2 out of LEC, uh, and we've, you know, that's that's where we're at as far as, you know, who's in and who's not yet in. Um, so next week, for sure, will definitely be a very interesting episode uh, as we talk about everybody who has officially made it into MS- MSI, who we think our front runners are going to be, um, expect that to definitely be an interesting episode next week. Uh, now, meanwhile, at home, I started to talk about this earlier with the whole Cloud Nine and, you know, what are they doing? Uh, are, are the fans going to blame this on LS getting fired? Um, C9 has got swept, right? They got swept in two of the, uh, uh, fun fact, they actually been swept in two of their last three best of five series. Um, It has been a very disappointing season, especially in the postseason. Um, C9 finished the playoffs with a collective 150 deaths. 
which is the highest total before the upcoming finals weekend, according to stats aggregate website Oracle's Elixir. Um, and they had the third lowest team KDA in the playoffs, sitting ahead of only FlyQuest and Golden Guardians. Um, I, I hate to say it, but honestly, and, and you could kind of see it in the game, right? C9's win condition has been Summit, right? They've been playing a lot around Summit um because that's pretty much where they knew that they could draw uh, uh some sort of of viable strategy from um uh, arguably the mvp of the spring split um he he dominated even when he wasn't getting resources the man has just played clean league of legends the entire season right uh unfortunately both rosters in 100 Thieves and Evil Geniuses, when, when Cloud9 played both of them in the playoffs, they read that like the quarter, like like a defense reading a quarterback draw, right? Oh, yeah. We saw that in the uh, USFL. You think you, you think you have a perfect play set up, and the next thing you know, the defensive line bum rushes and your quarterback gets sacked. Yeah. Um it's like Dallas. It's 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 like Dallas having their quarterback draw play red, right? Mm -hmm. Um, you don't do it. You don't set up a quarterback draw when the opponent knows that that's the play that you're going to go for, and you definitely don't set that up when it's four seconds left on the clock and no timeouts, and when you have to spike the ball. Yeah. Um, but. Bringing it, bringing it away from football and over to league here. Um, both of their opponents knew Cloud9 was going to, you know, give Summit resources. So they drafted around that condition and Cloud9 just, they didn't have an audible to call. Mm -hmm. um, so with all of that attention, going to the top lane to nullify Summit's effectiveness um you know in the early game just ganking him over and over again to try to put him as behind as possible ends up working out for these teams and that's the thing that you know that's the thing with professional league of legends where you you know what separates bad teams from good teams from great teams right bad teams you don't have you don't really have anybody that you can rally behind to get the job done good teams you have a star player that you can rally behind, but if option A goes to shit, you don't have an option B. Great teams, you have your option A, but you also have an option B and a C and possibly even a D. Mm-hmm. They call that depth. Yeah. that And that's exactly what happened here, is Cloud9 pretty much showed they have no depth on this roster. So if I'm Jack and I'm looking at the off season, right? I'm sitting here thinking I need to make I need to try to make changes to this roster. Do I swap out my guys for academy guys? Do I try to see who's available on the free agency market? Um 
I think it's a stupid idea to send Whippo back top, right? Because clearly you've got the superstar summit. He's carrying your team. Don't mess with success there. But you have to do something, I think, with Whippo in the mid lane. I don't think, I think this is an experiment that has failed horribly as has been, you know, resulted in, you can see the end result and where their standings are and Whippo's overall performance. He had a couple of good games (coughs) through the season, but overall, I don't think he really had any like crazy standout moments to the point where you could say, oh, I could put him on the same level as a Bjergsen or you know, somebody else in that caliber, like a Jensen, right? right. I wouldn't be surprised if, if, you know, especially with the mid lane market as crazy as it is right now and several mid laners being available on both North American and E and European teams, you know, needing to make changes at the mid lane. If we don't see some of these star mid laners who have taken, you know, the season off because they couldn't get a contract like Jensen, for example, suddenly come back and i would kind of find it ironic as all hell if jensen ends up coming back to cloud nine after leaving cloud nine or getting kicked off of cloud nine i should say and then going over to liquid for you know his wonderful run he had there um and and speaking of mid laners um over in the EU, for example, Mad Lions are reportedly going to be benching Reeker, uh, which is their mid laner, from uh, their lineup. Um, and it's even rumored that he's going to leave the organization completely uh, and join another team. Um, Mad Lions is looking at exploring many different places. Um, they're looking at Niski. Um, which is a phenomenal mid laner. They're looking at Vitheo. Um, I mean, there, there's, there's, there's quite a few different, uh, options that, that are out there as far as mid laners go. Right. And I think if somebody makes the right offer, especially with a lot of these, like, you know, career pro players that kind of got overlooked in the recent, um, off-season mess of changes that want to get back into League of Legends that have the proven track records, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some interesting names getting signed in the off-season after MSI when teams can, you know, legally make these changes. Right. Um, so... Like I said, if you're if you're Cloud Nine, you got to sit down and you got to sit there and say, okay, what do we do to fix this problem? Because if we play like this, if we draft like this in summer, there is no fucking way in hell we're going to Worlds. Like flat out, because if they can't even make third or fourth place in the region, then. I guess technically here they make fourth place, right? Because um, Team Liquid still gets to move into a loser's second chance thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess technically Cloud Nine is fourth overall in this. If I'm if I'm 
analyzing this right, that puts Cloud9 fourth overall in this split. Yes. So if they do that again in summer, sure, it barely gets them in, but they have to do the same exact shit that they did last year, which is play in through the play-in stage. And they would get smoked. They would get smoked. Because if I remember correctly, you get... Actually, no, they wouldn't even do that. I think they have to hit third. Because you get the first, you get the second, first and second go. And then the third place team goes in through the playoffs or the play-ins. The only like team that gets four seeds is Korea. I think maybe China is going to get four this year, but NA has never had four seeds at Worlds. Yeah, NA's never had four seeds at Worlds, at least not recently. So, yeah, no, they got to get third or better. And if they're playing the way that they're playing right now and they're drafting the way that they're drafting right now, I don't know if they pull it off, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think you could kind of argue that the early performance they had while they were under LS, even if it was only a couple of weeks long, was able to set them up for enough success to get them into the playoffs to begin with. Because as we saw, they barely managed to scrape by to get in there. Going into that, he said that state of free fall. So at some point, the, the uncontrolled free fall has to get controlled and you either have to open up the parachute before you hit the ground or, you know, you pull a Peggy Hill, you hit the ground, you break almost every bone in your body. You take the time to make some changes, recover, get the hell back up and say, okay, let's try something new. Um, I don't know. It, it remains to be seen. We'll see what happens in the off season. Um, it's a bad time to be a C9 fan is, is what I will say. I, I congratulate the org on fourth place, but it's one of those. You barely got there. You need to do better. Mm hmm. Um, in other news, uh, we are going to talk about some roster moves here. Um, not so much roster moves, but um, Evil Geniuses actually released Swim, um, who was a Legends of Runeterra content creator. Uh, which is Riot's card game, similar to Hearthstone, Magic, etc. Um, and was also a Riot partner. But apparently he has been uh, released after uh, several alleged victims of the... Uh, uh, content creator went public with sexual abuse allegations oh jesus yeah um the the article that i have here from dot esports uh says and i quote former eg content creator and riot partner swim was accused by several women in the lor 
community of sexual, verbal, and emotional abuse on April 11th, along with allegations of drug use that include amphetamines and LSD. The esports organization EG, which the streamer represented for over three years, announced today that Swim is, quote, no longer an evil geniuses employee. Riot Games has also followed suit and removed Swim from the League of Legends partner program. Um, and of course, in, you know, this segment being the segment, what it is, it's, uh, time for the Twitter. Check the tweets. Okay. We got to work on this bit. I say Twitter. You say tweeting. I, I say ephemeral. I don't... You say tweeting. I look, this is like clear eyes, full hearts. And also emails. And then we get a disembodied voice that comes in in the background. It says, and also the emails. Yeah, this is, like I said, clear eyes, full hearts. Exactly. We need to work on it. Um, We'll work on it. But it's time for Tweet Mails. <laughs> Check the tweets. And the emails. Uh, but yes, Evil Geniuses put out a tweet a couple days ago, um, last Thursday. Evil Geniuses is aware of allegations made against Swim that go against beyond our against our brand standards of behavior and values. We take these allegations extremely seriously as we hold all members of Evil Geniuses to the highest standard of integrity and professionalism. We have concluded an internal investigation into the conduct alleged. And per our investigative process, we have made the decision that effective immediately, Swim is no longer an evil genius's employee. Um, in other words, you done fucked up A.A. Ron. In essence, yes. Um... The article continues on uh, and states the Runeterra community quickly rallied behind the alleged victims of SWIM following an initial... Ad take a listen to this. 43-page document. That was the initial... Wow. Wow. If they got um, that many receipts they're bringing to the table to start with, you done. From Amway, I hope I'm saying that correctly, um, on Twitter, along with several twitlongers and threads from Silverfuse, Calanetta, Jagororos, and Larissa Puffball Panda. Uh, prior to the announcement from EG, a screen grab of a Discord conversation was posted on Twitter that showed no remorse from the LOR streamer, with Swim making several disturbing contents and mentions that he plans on taking a road trip to play poker. Uh, oh, oh. And again, again, we have the tweets. Oh, like Arby's, yeah. who has the meats, which I will be eating off air between shows. I, 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 crap. 
First of all, that was a damn good uh, thing, and you know it. No, no. That was good. I'm not saying anything against that, but it's just... Uh, the, the... the fact that he is still being a creep after the Twilongers is harrowing. He got ostracized from his community and learned nothing. He's just going to try again. Yeah! Oh, no, I mean, read the actual receipts. Oh, you know, just Twitter drama. I think it's about time I did something else. Oh, did your ex post thing thing you were talking about? Yeah, I honestly feel pretty good about it. Just a bit weird at the same time. Like, it's not fun being manipulated and betrayed. I'm eye-rolling so hard right now. But at yeah. the same time, I've been looking for an excuse to do something outside of game for years now, so maybe she's doing me a big favor. I might stop by California. Maybe I might stop by California. Actually, I plan on going on a road trip for a while. Maybe playing some poker tables and hitting up half the states. Yeah, uh, that's fun. Maybe if I end up in your neck of the woods, I can give you that hug. You piece of really this 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 gives me vibes of that creepy guy at anime conventions that walks up to random people. And says, where's my hug? And I, I despise those people. I'm going to tell you like this. Andesian, how long have we known each other? A very, very long time. You know how I am, especially at conventions. Right? Yeah. You know how I have limits in certain things that even under the wildest of circumstances, I still would not do. You have this wonderful, basic human decency thing called self-control. Exactly! Even when under the influence of a variety of different substances, most of them legal, but still... Any illegal it, ones we don't condemn the use of here on the W2M network. The views and opinions expressed to those only solely of Eric Watkins and do not reflect with W2M network. Thank you for that disclaimer. Much appreciated. But seriously, if it's there for someone like me, nobody else has any excuse. I mean, you're really not wrong. Thank you're you. Thank really you. not wrong. <laughs> Um, the article concludes by saying swim never directly responded to any of the allegations brought before him or to dot esports, but did try to get ahead of the story on April 10th via two mysterious streams that brought about more questions than answers. The VODs to those Twitch streams were deleted by swim after he ended them. Um, good riddance to trash is what I'm going to say to that. And I am extremely sorry to anybody in the LOR community that, excuse me, that was affected uh, and was victimized by this piece of shit. Again, the opinions expressed in here that et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, are not those of the W2M network and are for hate mail. Send hate mail to s.garbergemail.com. I like the save with that one. Um, 
Yeah. 43 pay. I'm looking at it because it was linked. And I mean, yeah, no, there are receipts. Never a good thing. Not just receipts, but that many. Yeah, no, straight up. There are receipts here. And, well, needless to say, they don't make. You just found something worse. You just found something worse. I, you know what? I'm at the point where I no longer have words or want to give this guy any more of my airtime. So Fair. we're moving on to a new topic. Um, the Asian Games Yangzhou League of Legends preliminary roster has been locked uh, by Kespa. Um, Coma putting in fucking work, apparently. Um, but there have been 10 players selected, um, and they will have a chance to make the final cut. Uh, it's basically two people are going to be competing for the starting role. Um, I'll tell you right now, the entirety of T1 got selected, but, um, Shocker. I was going to say, is this really a shocker to anybody? Like, honestly. Um, the other candidates um, are Keen from Kwangdong Freaks, which I believe is the development team for a Freak of Freaks or the new name for a Freak of Freaks. One of the two. Uh, probably the new name for a Freak of Freaks. Korea is one of those regions where company names and teams' names have been there for forever and a day, but the, the sponsorships last for more than one season, typically. Yeah. So when the team finally changes names, it's kind of confusing. Well, I mean, hell, just like my favorite Japanese soccer team, the Urawa Red Diamonds. So original sponsor, Mitsubishi. Which translates to three diamonds in English. I get it entirely. Um, we have Canyon from Damn One Kia. Um, yeah. Um, in mid lane, we've got Faker and Chovy from Gen G. Uh, bot lane has Gumayusi and Def Deft from Dragon X. Um, and then in support, we also have Kyria and Beryl from Dragon X. Um, so surprisingly, um, Mr. Coma, being the uh, you know, head coach of Damwon Kia, only selects one of his own players. I'm actually not shocked at this. Uh, Koma has always been a very respectable and honorable individual and has a lot of integrity for the game. Um, so if he thinks these are the 10 best players in Korea, 
then these are the 10 best players in Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, cause again, this is also the man that has pulled off a feat that no other coach or organization has yet to be able to replicate, which is be a three time back to back world champion. Or sorry, not three time back to back, three time world champion, two time back to back, but still nobody's done it three times is the point. Um, so, yeah, if this guy says that these are the best players in Korea, I'm inclined to believe him. Um, we'll we'll keep up on this topic, obviously. Um, there is a tweet. I will share the tweet uh, for, the, for the, the, the sake of, you know, we are effectively in the check the tweet segment right now. Um, you're not going to be able to read the fucking tweet because it's in Korean. But we have a tweet from Kespa. And I'm still putting this on screen because it's the check the tweet segment. Okay, that's fair. All right, making sure that I copied the right one. Um, I, I, um yeah, um, yes, yes. I mean, you can kind of figure it out, right? It's like, you know, you see 2022, it's from, it says Team Korea in the image. Um, and then you see a whole bunch of fucking names. So there you go. I'm sure you can figure it out pretty fucking easy. You know, or I could do that. Or you could hit the translate tweet button. <laughs> or you get Faker Lee saying Hyuk in mid lane. I mean, you know, that 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 works a lot as well. Um, <laughs> Look, no disrespect whatsoever to any Korean listener or viewer that would be watching this show. We really love it that you are. But yeah. So. I want to get into this topic and we may have to do this either next week or on a point of viewer because we don't have a lot of time left. Okay. But we are talking about the Asia games here. Yes. And this is the first time that league of legends athletes are going to have the opportunity to gain a exemption from military conscription service. Yes. Cause as this is a metal event. Yes. Um, there had, there was a bill proposed in 2020, effectually known as the BTS and Faker bill. Gee, no surprise there. Um, that would delay conscription to the age of 30 for those considered to be national treasures. Um, Faker's cultural impact in Korea is huge. Just like BTS's. I would not be surprised um, if the bill affects other esports professionals, though, um, how deep down the rabbit hole of current South Korean politics and intrigue do you want me to go to? Uh, give it to me in in twenty five words or less, because we ain't got time. Liberal mayor of Seoul killed. 
suspicious circumstances, big conservative wave, shit could hit the fan. I think this man actually just did it in 25 words or less. <laughs> um, Bill, I can add three more, I think. Bill in Jeopardy, question mark, but don't count the words. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. no, you did a pretty good job. You got the, you followed the spirit of the intent. <laughs> yes. Um. A notable absence, however, is Gen G's 80 carry ruler, um, who actually rejected the invitation to be part of the Asian Games. Um, he has decided that he wants to work on folk, he wants to focus on working with his synergy with his bot lane duo, or uh, not bot lane duo, um, with his teammate Lehens in hopes of winning the summer split. Um, he really wants to win summer so that he can go to worlds. Um, so, uh, the official or the organization threw out a, a, a tweet, um, saying that they hope the, the fans are understanding of the situation. Um, So we have a, we have, again, we have a tweet. We always have a tweet. <laughs> I actually, um, I, I amazed myself in that explanation, looking back at it. Somebody actually translated the Jed GGM's tweet for us because the auto translation was not that great. Yeah, but um, something like that Korean to English. Yeah. rejected the invitation to be part of the Asian Games selection. We understand, We ask for understanding towards this decision. He would like to focus on a synergy with Hens in hopes of winning summer split. He must win summer, so we hope for fans' understanding. I get that. I get that. Um... So we have a couple of topics we still need to talk about, and I'm going to like bullet point through them um, because, again, we, we do have uh, Life is Like a Game Show uh, approximately five minutes from now. That's probably not going to happen, but um, Champions Q. I want to talk about this, and I don't think we have the time, so we may try to do a special episode on this, or we might actually, I might devote a little bit of time to point of viewer on this if we don't okay. go too deep on it. Next week, I feel like this is going to be a good time to have this conversation because I feel like next week we're going to be slightly short on material. Okay. Um, but... Um, Riot has announced that they're turning off Champions Q until May 31st. Hmm. Oh, gee. Can we roll back the tape to last week where I said that they're probably going to shut this down if more people didn't start using it? <laughs> 
Um, so Riot released an entire whole ass article, and I I do mean whole ass. Like this is actually pretty long. Um, which I'm gonna link in in our uh, streamyard for inclusion in the disc in the description. Um, the most common pain points uh, based on Riot talking to the LCS Players Association, uh, which we have some stuff to talk. We 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 can we'll cover that next week. Um. And I'm going to put that article in our Discord so that I don't forget. Because um, Darshan is the president of the LCSPA, and he really went like he chose violence on 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 this. Uh, to to quote an internal meme that has been going on for the past few days now. <laughs> Um, but effectively, um, the LCSPA, the amateur and Academy committee, uh, which is made up of owners and GMs from LCS teams and riots own internal teams on how to best address feedback, um, pretty much put the most commonly talked about pain points into four buckets, the split schedule which in its original design ran independently of the LCS schedule, which is something that the data indicates that Riot wants to address or needs to address. Uh, match quality, which they say without a more sophisticated matchmaking system, match quality can vary. Limited players and role disparity. Some roles have more players actively participating in Champions Q than others, than others not others. We are not cows which leads to queue bottlenecks for different roles depending on the day and voice comms. And some players are not in favor of opt-out voice communications. Um, when taken together, all of these factors are resulting in players' participation in champions, queue going down, which is driving queue times up. Um, Riot says we can't deploy a fix across the board to address all these problems immediately. We want to provide some context and our plans and our planned next steps. Um, to they uh, effectively they they go on and they say, "quote This is a healthy and positive. We want to behavior. We want to encourage so our pros can perform at their best." To do so, we've decided to skip split three of the Champions Q spring season as it overlaps with the offseason between LCS spring and summer splits. In addition, we're going to adjust the CQ, the Champions Q summer season dates to start May 31st, running through August 21st to better align with the start and end of the LCS summer split regular season. We anticipate when we bring back Champions Q in late May, it will line up with when players start scrimming again to prepare for the LCS summer split, and we'll have an ample number of players looking to participate. Um, they are also going to overhaul the MMR and LP system. Um, they do believe that it's going to increase average queue time but they said that they that that players are on the champions queue server are okay with higher queue times if it means a higher match quality. 
Um, Riot actually released, uh, or not released, they reduced the amount of players that could get into um, Champions Queue, right? Um, it used to be you could get in at Masters, then they changed it to Grand Masters. It's, it's, it's been all over the place. Um, the short answer to them trying to fix this uh, they are adding additional players into Champions Queue from the next two Proving Grounds qualifiers in the summer season as long as players meet our new Grandmaster rank threshold. Um, the longer answer, they say, is that they've learned a lot of valuable lessons from queue dynamics associated with the introduction of new players. Simply put, adding in additional players also comes with additional challenges. We'll pull back the curtain on two of our biggest learnings. Um, match quality was a concern area that many players expressed to us with the new influx. As a result, they raise the minimum requirement from masters to grandmasters in order to retain access to the server. And in total, 20% of amateur players that were added were ended up removed from champions queue after that rule took effect. Um, they conclude by saying the champions queue is designed to be adaptive. Um, the goals and changes listed are examples of continued commitment to continued investment in champions queue. Um, the very long and short of this is without going into this too much, because we're already over time. Um, changes will be made. And I am not a hundred percent sure if these changes are going to work in Riot's favor or the players' favor, and if they're going to be well-received. Because right now, nobody likes the state of where Champions Q is, which is why nobody is playing it, which is why Riot has in turn said, okay, you don't like it, we'll shut it down. We'll try to fix it, but I also kind of feel like maybe this is a last shot at it. I don't know if Riot really has the resources to, you know, fix Champions Queue and develop a server for a hundred and something people um, to be on, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and they're intentionally limiting the use of it to said hundred something people. Because if they're limiting it to Grandmaster and above, then that's like what the top 200 players of league, I believe. Just grandmasters, what it's either 50 or 100, and then challenger is the top 100. So, yeah, you're probably looking at 200 people. Um, 100 to 200, maybe slightly more than that if they let certain team personnel in without needing to meet the rank. Because I know that's what this was originally designed for. Um, yeah, it, it, we'll keep an eye on this. We're going to talk about this much more next week, uh, just because we ran out of time, unfortunately. Um, so I'm going to, while I remember to do so... Going to... I do have the link to the article in the Champions Queue to put in the description for when we post this episode. 
Yeah, uh, definitely. And like I said, we'll we'll talk about this more next week for sure when we actually have the time to do it. Um, but they want to make it more valuable for professional players, which I understand. But hopefully the professional players take a look at it and realize, you know, hey, Riot is actually trying to make this work for us. We need to put in the effort. Right. And there have been players that have said that there have been teams that have said that there have been all sorts of people who have been saying, play the fucking champions queue, even if you play one game a night. Right. Um, I don't know. It's, it'll be interesting to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And we'll have an interesting thing to talk about or to share as well, because I just this just came off my uh, this just came across my my thing as well here. Um, we'll talk about that next week as well. Um, real quick, we've got some news about the EU Masters Spring event, um, which is like a tier two, like a minor leagues uh, tournament. Um, it's kind of a gate for the LEC. Um, it's effectively almost playoffs for the minor league teams. Um, we will link to that in our description as well. Um, we'll link to the article from Dot Esports about it. Um, effectively, it's a mini tournament. It kicked off on Thursday, the 14th. Uh, with the group stage, uh, there'll be 16 teams. Um, it will run through the 21st. I believe. I'm double-checking this. I just had that up earlier, actually. Uh, yeah, it'll run through this weekend, the 21st. So... Uh, we'll cover that next week's episode as well, because they should have a, a winner of that next week. Um, so we'll talk a little bit about more about EU Masters more next week as well. Um, some interesting numbers real quick uh, before we get out of here. Um, I don't know if we talked about this last week or not. I can't recall. Uh, but the LEC Spring Finals peaked at 723,000 viewers. Um and four of the most viewed matches of the entire season or split were featuring G2 Esports. We did not talk about that, but that's handy information. Um, average viewership numbers of the LEC have been going down in comparison to the past couple of years. Um, but that can be explained by the league going through a transitional phase. There's multiple stars leaving the region or failing to find rosters uh, for this year. Uh, Reckless wasn't able to get on a roster for spring, uh, ended up going to Carmine Core, a, a B-League team. Uh, big names like Inspired, Hansama, and Whippo left the region uh, for North America. 
Um, although we have definitely seen some some young talent uh, on the rise in Europe. Maybe we see, you know, now that people realize, hey, there's still good talent in Europe. Maybe we see uh, viewership of summer go up uh, overall. Remains to be seen. Um, according according to esports charts, which we have uh, talked about on on the podcast here before, uh, the 2021 spring split had a peak of 843,000 viewers, and the 2020 spring split had a peak of just over 817,000 during G2 series against Fnatic in the finals. Um, so viewership down in the LEC. Um, probably not a good thing for the sponsors. Nope. Hopefully it doesn't turn into a 21 situation. I don't think it would ever turn into a 21 situation. No, that would be way too much even to make happen feasibly and logistically. Oh, not yeah. No. Everyone would And you could out. tell. And you yeah. would be able to tell instantly as well. Um... But the other big controversial thing the other big controversial thing is there's been a lot of talk lately uh, this week about height differences on League of Legends on Summoner's Rift map. Um, a lot of folks are not happy about the height differences and that they need to be removed from the game. Um, height differences definitely do affect spells. Um, we could talk about this more next week as well, if we have the opportunity to do so, but this is one of those topics where I have a very strong feeling we will actually have to cover this topic come summer with the mid-season update. So we ba you're basically saying we have next week's docket covered. Uh, we've got a good bit about of it, yeah. Um, something that I didn't get to today, which I will talk about briefly. Um, Riot has announced something new uh, in the champion roadmap that they put out this week um aurelian soul who is widely considered to be one of the best visually designed champions um but whose play kit has just fell absolutely utterly short um is in for something new called a comprehensive gameplay update um, he's going to keep his visual identity, his lore, all of that stuff, but his play rate has been absolutely abysmal since he was released pretty much. Um, and champion surveys have painted him as one of the best rendered characters in the game, but they're going to completely rebuild his kit from the ground up, which I am perfectly okay with. Um, I kind of agree that Aurelian Soul, for being this like eater of worlds, I can create and destroy stars in a you know snap of my finger, Thanos style kind of thing. Um, the actual play kit, I think, does fall short. 
I like the unique thing that they did with the whole stars rotating around him always as a passive and he can do damage that way. But I, I feel like something has got to change, right? Um, and Riot even says, we want to emphasize his dragon fantasy as we don't think he currently delivers on that part of his persona very well. We also think our new take on his star forging gameplay will be both spectacular to see and more intuitive to play. While things can always change, we're currently targeting some time at the end of the year to get a new and improved star dragon in your hands. Um, and if this goes well, don't be surprised if other champions end up in this same CGU space where it's we like the design, the lore, the aesthetic of the champ. We don't like the kit or the kit has gotten too out of date for modern League of Legends. Um, with that said, uh, we are definitely well over time here, but if you have been listening to us, we thank you for doing so. Uh, you have been listening to League to the Max or whatever here on the W2M Network, available online at w2m.com and across all of your favorite social media websites such as Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and somewhere else that I'm forgetting. Um, no, wait. I said Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Twitch, this, Twitter, YouTube. Yeah, those Facebook. are where we're available in video format live. Yeah. However, okay. if you want you to connect to all of us, find us on Discord. Link will be in the description. Yes. Um, new and improved Discord as if it wasn't new or improved already. Um, we're working on that. We'd love you to come join us. Um, Newer if and improved it or there you go. Uh, if you prefer to take your podcasts orally, as I mentioned before, you can find us on your preferred podcast platform of choice, including but not limited to Spreaker, Stritcher, Podbean, CastBox, Spotify, rate and review us five stars, Apple Pods, Google Pods, and many, many more. Uh, again, this has been a presentation of the W2M Network. This has been League of the Max or whatever. I am Andesian. You can find me online at the Andesian. Um, also available on Point of Viewer Sundays here on the W2M Network. And Life is Like a Game Show, uh, which will be coming up next over most of your W2M Network stations. Mr. Eric, where can they find you at? You can find me when I'm not on those shows. Uh, Soccer to the Max as well on either Wednesdays or Sundays. This week we're going to do our deep dives into the teams who qualified for this year's World Cup. You mentioned Point of Viewer. You mentioned here. You mentioned the Life is Like a Game show. Broadhurst Walking Sports Report. Sports in black and white. On Thursday. We'll be back there. Um, I shout outs to Harry Broadhurst. Hope you feel better, buddy. Uh, that pretty much covers it at Squid Sports Head on Twitter. Slide into my DMs and you know what will happen next. 
So, yeah, stay tuned for Life is Like a Game show across most of the video networks here on the W2M Network. Signing off. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. Thanks for watching.